Welcome into episode number 44 of the Valley Sports Guys podcast here from beautiful Perked Up Cafe in Charlotte. I am on Valley Independent Assistant Sports Editor Jose Negron, joined by fearless leader Jeremy Slew. Sorry, I have a mouthful of bacon. What's up? You got you to eat your bacon. What you else do you get over there? Irritated. But anyway. What, what else do you get over there? I have a bacon, or no, a sausage, egg, and cheese wrap. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A nice bottle of Coke. Yeah. Good. It's going to be a good morning. we got Nick Hicksonball running the ones and twos. Morning. Good morning, Nick. Good, good to morning. see you. we got a lot to discuss this morning. Um, Let's get to the most pressing matter there real quick. Uh, Nick, what is the uh, status of the Frazier football head coaching job? Still open. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the most pressing matter? It Always. is. We have two Always. teams playing in the Whipple Championship game next week, and you're, I'm, I'm hearing, you're worried about the Frazier head I'm, football coach job. I'm, Go I'm, doors. I'm hearing there's a big splash coming. Oh, big splash. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll go one in nine <laughs> the next year. That'd <laughs> be a 100% improvement, though. So we'll take it. Um, but, yeah, in other news, bigger other news. news. Yes, two, two, two trips to Hans Field for you. I'll, yeah. drive, I'll drive Saturday. Okay. Cool. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Friday and Saturday with, will so be let's start with Sarah Catholic. Kind of a surprise. Yeah, Sarah Catholic pulls seed. off an upset as a sixth seed. They beat number two Stowe Rocks 13-12. to 12. Um, Kind of a sloppy game. I mean, Stowe Rocks had five turnovers. You know, and I don't know the last time a Stowe Rocks team has, has done something like that. But um, I do. Sarah was uh, the last time we were at Heinz Field, Stowe Rocks played Clareton. Yeah. Yeah, and they had like five turnovers. Um, but they were also playing on that just horrendous platform we call Heinz Field, the yes. cow pasture. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, not Bentworth. Heinz Field. Now, supposedly no, it must have been played at Fraser. I mean, that's the cow pasture. Honestly, no, Heinz Field is very, better. Very similar. I tweeted it like three times this week, but um, they're supposedly resorting it now after really? the pit game yesterday. Interesting. Um, but yes, yeah, the rocks. Um, you know, struggled. They, they, you know, and Leroy Johnson said afterwards, you know, you're not going to win games when you commit that many turnovers. Um, some questionable calls in the game, uh, but you know, Sarah, when it mattered most, you know, when Stowe Rocks goes up, they get basically what became the game-winning touchdown with under three minutes to go. A, a nice pass from Max Rocket to Terrell Booth, and Booth does the rest. He does what he we do, what he does. So, and then a big fourth down stop from from Sarah Catholic uh, on on Stowe Rocks' last drive. So, um, I got to give credit to Josh Jenkins from Stowe Rocks. Threw for 282 yards. Um, really looked good. I, I, th- I thought he had, he played a really good game. He did throw an interception to Daquan Chatfield in the end zone during one of their better drives. Yeah. Um, but Sarah Catholic pulled it off, and Mick Butler and Akeem Robinson gave me credit for being the only no, one was, to pick him in Jose five. He was there. Yeah. He was there. He was okay. there, and he was he was emotional after the game. And I mean, he's battled saw, adversity. And, I saw a and, couple of tweets from players saying, you know, we brought this back for Coach Jose and yeah. stuff like that. I just didn't know if he was not feeling well and wasn't there. Yeah. And for those listening, they're not referring <laughs> to me. They're referring right, to head right. coach Jose Regas. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's been battling adversity um, in his own right, and you know, credited the kids for just the way that they bought into the program and and um, you know, battled since day one. So um, happy for for Jose and happy for his coaching staff and his players. And you know, they got Beaver Falls Friday night at Heinz Field. And it's funny because you know we talk all year about how many points Sarah was putting up on teams, you know, throughout the season. But you know, watching them the 
I think I saw them twice this year, but watching them in that opening game against South Alabama, you knew the defense was what going to was going to get them to this point. Yeah. And in the last couple games, it was it's been all defense, and we said that. I mean, we said that their defense is kind of flying under the radar because they were putting up such gaudy numbers offensively. They allowed 12 total points in two <clears throat> weeks against the number two seed and the number three seed, both of which average over 40 points per game. All right. Like coming into this game, Stowe Rocks had scored f- over 60 points in each of their first two games. Yeah. And, you know, holding them to 12 is, is mighty impressive. And got to give credit to uh, to Stowe Rocks on an incredible season. I mean, they're a powerhouse, you know, every Stowe Rocks, I kind, I kind of you kind of feel for them because – I mean, granted, they got this far, but, you know, they didn't get to play a home game. Mm-hmm. I mean, because of all the shenanigans going on in their community. But right. um, it, w- it would have been a good uplifting thing for them to get the Heinz field. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're a great team. I, I, I like Coach Johnson. I met him a few times, mm-hmm. um, you know, when he was at Imani Christian and now with Stowe Rocks. I talked to him after the Clareton uh, Whitfield Championship game. Just a great dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, he – He's very realistic, and he don't hold anything back. Right. But you could tell how much he cares for his program. Oh, his absolutely! Kids. So he's he's a great coach. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think Sarah Catholic. You know, we'll get the we'll talk about the championship games and make predictions here in a little later. But I, I think they're sitting in a good spot. I think they are too. Yeah. Um, and and playing in their first title game since two thousand seven. So first uh, first time in fourteen years that they'll be heading down to Heinz. So I think that made it a little more special. Yeah. For sure. Um, we got another team heading on uh, Saturday. We'll uh, both be going down for that, I guess. Uh, Is that yeah. the plan? Yeah. I, I got to disappoint Nick because we were limited on how many credentials we could put in for. But he has the trump card in his pocket. <laughs> so he can pretty much get anywhere he wants. But um, anyway, yeah. Uh, I have to say congratulations to Matt Humbert. The monkey is off the back. Yeah. I think one of the knocks against Coach Humbert was always – you have to beat Chirpak in the playoffs, you know. And, I, th- I mean, we talked about our Mount Rushmore of, you know, players and coaches mm-hmm. and stuff, but I think this solidifies his spot yeah. as one of the local modern era coaches, mm-hmm. you know, on my Mount Rushmore anyway because he had to get the Chirpak monkey off his back, beat him in the playoffs because right. I think there were two or three other opportunities where Bell Vernon has beat them in the regular season and not been able to beat them in the playoffs. So, um yeah, congratulations to him. And I know Nick was at that game as well. And Bell Vernon dominated that game. Yeah. There was just no – they were a minute away from handing them their first shutout loss since 99, I think it was, 99. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so congratulations. The Leopards win 21-7 to over TJ. And, like I said, it's just a dominating performance. Uh, Cole Waitman, I mean, what else can you say about the kid? Uh, I'm going to do a feature on him this week, so I won't give it away. But just – the uh, just the effort he gave practically on one leg, you know, it, it might have been worth chugging ketchup at the end. Kids of the game. a warrior. <laughs> yeah, I mean for real. Um, Devin Whitlock, two first quarter touchdowns. The big plays like uh, Coach Turpak worried about, and uh, Quentin Martin with a late touchdown run in the fourth quarter to put Belvernon up twenty-one nothing. And like I said, TJ scores with fifty-eight seconds left. And by that time, we were on the sideline. Nick went down with me and shot some video and stuff for us. And uh, it was funny because it was third and goal, and Lexi tried the one-yard run, and he didn't get it. And the you could feel the excitement on uh, defensive coordinator Brett Barish because mm-hmm. he wanted that shutout so right. bad. Yeah. And then when Lexi did his usual one-yard touchdown run, 
I can't say the words that were coming out of Barish's mouth. Yeah, <laughs> he was <sure>. so mad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good for Belvern. I'm happy. They have a lot of good kids mm-hmm. uh, on that squad. Obviously, we get to know them better than a lot, yeah. you know, better than, like, malls with cameras and stuff mm-hmm. and the bloggers and stuff. So uh, excited for them. You know, they were all excited to be interviewed by me after the game. Uh, you know, I talked to Tommy Kovach. I talked to Cole. Um you know, the one person I didn't talk to was Devin, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, you almost expect Devin to do what Devin does. Right. So it's uh, kind of scary to think he's going to get some fresh turf, you know, to play on on uh, Saturday. So, um, I'm excited for them, though. I mean, as a Belvern and resident as well, you know, it's exciting times. Yeah, I guess I'm a Belvern and resident, too. I didn't really think about that. <coughs> but, yeah, I'm excited Sorry. for them nonetheless. But, um you know, talking a little bit about Humbert, you know, I, I think the biggest thing about it is, you know, everybody was excited. Humbert is just like stoic. Okay. He he did give a couple smiles after the game. I, I'm sure he did, there. but but you know, it's still you still got business to take care of. You and know, he knows you, that. His his post game speech was actually yeah. me and Nick were standing. There. No, I I saw I saw I saw it on on Twitter. He um, um and. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Meanwhile, I'm looking at my watch; it's been like eight <laughs> minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, but no, I, he, but you know, he knows that, that there's still business to take care of, and, and they've it's been a few years where they've been in this situation before. They and and I I liked how he said, you know, like we need to take advantage of this. You know, right. we if, if if we don't end up winning this game, we're gonna come away disappointed, and everything's gonna be for no reason. You know, right. so um, Alquipa is. Who's and next, and the you know, thing they is, take care of business. You know, they were there two years ago. I think it, I think Tommy Kovach said he was there his sophomore year. Mm. You know, and you went down there, and you got smacked by TJ. You know, right. and it was always the the TJs in your way, and now they're not. And now they yeah. get to see Aliquippa, who beat them last year. So I think there's going to be some added motivation. You know, I watched, you know, not getting ahead to our predictions or anything, but I watched Aliquippa's game against uh, McKeesport, and – they're big. Yeah. But that's going to be nothing new that Bell Vernon hasn't seen. Right. You know, Bell Vernon's been smaller than every team they lined up against this year. Um, I, and, and you know, like Coach Turpak said, anytime you have a Devin Whitlock, you're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not, you think you are. And, you, you know, Aliquip is going to see him on film, and that does no justice to you, what's going to happen. You can prepare as much as you want. Doesn't matter. No. And and that's what Coach Turpak said. And it was a really good conversation with him after the game too. I know Nick was there for that too. He was so complimentary of Bell Vernon. He was so complimentary of Devin Whitlock. He was so complimentary of Waitman. Yeah. Uh, he said he'd give Waitman a whole bag of game balls, yeah. you know, for his performance. Um, you know, Coach uh Chirpak has like three D one guys on that line and none of them could stop Waitman from doing what Cole Waitman does. Right. So um like I said, I'm really excited for those kids that we've watched grow up, you know, through Humbert's system and excited for Matt. And, yeah. Um, like I said, this, this gets the monkey off his back and he can go do his thing now. And like I said, you know, these kids, a lot of kids would be upset that they're practicing Thanksgiving morning. Mm-hmm. He, they, these kids will run through a wall for right. that guy. And that's the most important he thing. He said the best part, if we win this football game, we have to play more football. Right. Right, so. and that's it. There's, there's what, eight teams playing now? Yeah. Yep. Ten. Ten teams. Ten five. teams. Five, five, you know, to one. And that's it. So, yeah, um, I'm excited for him. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun week of 
preparing for me and you, you know, on lots of bell learning content. So hopefully all those cover too much soccer guys ease up a little bit this week. Um, but it's going to be fun. We'll see. I know last time TJ and Bell Vernon went, we had a, like a little special section where we did a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waiting to see from them, you know, what we're going to have. But, um, you know, I, I definitely have a feature coming on uh, Cole and we'll have a game preview and probably throw a feature in there for you. So we'll have a lot of Bell Vernon content. So if you're a Leopards fan, buy a paper this week. Yeah, if you're a Sarah Catholic Eagles fan, I have some Sarah content. I probably have you do pretty much the same Sarah content as we have Bell Vernon content. Yeah, so like a story a day or something. No, I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have to maybe either make a trip down to Sarah practice or give Akeem Robinson a call because I want to I want to talk to him about this defense. Cause yeah, you got to. He's uh, and the thing is, they still have Paul Pearson, and he's no, hurt. He's out for the season. Yeah, I mean, he he's. He's kind of still a motivating factor for yeah, them. Uh, he yeah. was always so dominant, mm-hmm. but then you got a guy like it, it's like he morphed into Ryan Brooks. Yeah, Ryan Brooks has taken his game to a whole new level. Javon Campbell Holt has been unreal. He yeah. had, I, th- I think in that uh, win over Laurel, I think he had eleven tackles. I'm gonna say a sack, I think two and a half tackles for loss, an interception. This is coming from a defensive back. Right, like uh, like ten plus tackles from a defensive back. Oh, so you always hear about him offensively. Right, right, and and you know he's he's been phenomenal. But um, yeah, I mean I'm 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 really excited to to be down there uh, Friday and Saturday and 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 get a chance to to see these guys. Uh, you know, fault you know realize a dream. You know, you always dream of of being able to play at, play at Heinz and um, being able to to play for a WPIL championship. So should be exciting. Yeah, the biggest thing this week that's exciting is it's birthday week. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, 57? I feel like it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll be uh, the great year of Troy Palomalu. 43. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're old. I shaved my beard off last night to try to feel a little younger. Yeah. I you're, hate it. <clears throat> you're like the same age as my mom. You always get there. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, looking at some other stuff, uh, I don't. I want to. I, I love Coach Colodi so much, but I think we can't say that it's a surprise that no. Central Valley rolled over EF fifty-one nothing. I mean, that's just a listen different animal. Listen, <laughs> Central Valley is here, and every other three A team is down here. Right. You and know, it's, I just, think, it's just that simple. I mean, Central Valley is not. I think a 3A Coach Colodi put a big poster on their bus the other night that said, "Have fun in four A." And, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you next year. But uh, I don't think any. I don't think anybody in three A is going to miss Central Valley. It's funny no. because you know Belvern is playing Aliquippa, and Aliquippa's one loss was the Central Valley. Yeah, and only by like four. Mm-hmm. So I think it was twenty eight twenty four. Aliquippa is apparently a single A school. Yeah, they are. So, but uh, yeah, which so, is uh, which is incredibly impressive. Th- I can't say enough about that. That is unbelievable. It is. It, it really is. is what they continue to do. They um. It's funny because Central Valley put up – it was 3 nothing at the end of the first quarter. EF riding high, that, that's a win right yeah. there. You you win that first quarter, only holding them to three points, and then uh, the gates opened up in the fourth quarter yeah. – or second quarter, second four quarter. touchdowns. Yeah, I think they were down, what, 35 nothing at half? 31 um, nothing at 31. half. 31. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. It, it's tough. It's tough for any 3A team to This This, this half team's better years are the next two coming. 100%. For sure. They have so much young talent here. Um, and, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're once again in the same position. And it's it's just such a credit to, to Mike Colodi and his staff, you know, continuously what they – um, are able to do with this group, you know, it's it's such like a, just a loose and fun group to be a part of. Like they're one of my favorite teams to cover, uh, you know, in the area just because of um, just how mu much of a fun environment it is. You could tell that they love playing for for Colody and his staff. You know, it's it's a it's a great thing to uh, to be a part of and to to cover. And um, you know, it, it just it, it it was tough to to see them on the same side of the bracket as Central Valley because. You could definitely see them potentially battling with North Catholic uh, on the other side of the bracket, like they did last year on the way to the Winfield Championship game. So, um, credit to the Warriors though on a on a great season. The EF ones. Yeah, I was going to say which ones. Um, but uh, that was really hard in my in my preview last week. Was yeah, I had to just say EF or Central Valley every uh, time on every mention. I couldn't say Warriors because right. they're both Warriors. But um, yeah, kudos on a, on a great season. It hurts the bad story a little bit. A little bit. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It hurt me. It hurt my soul to my core. Yeah. Um, and then, what can you say about McKeesport, man? You've got a feel for them. <laughs> they, man, they battled. I mean, Aliquippa wins 27 21, double overtime. Mm -hmm. I know we had overtime in the in the paper, but like high school overtime, it's just overtime. I mean, yeah. it's They alternate possessions like college. It's even worse because you start at the 10 yard line, which is. And you know the best part about high school football is there are no, there are no ties. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, McKeesport, you know, they take the lead 21-14 on a pick assist by Caleb Reese. And, they were 14 uh, nothing. Yeah. And then Aliquippa ties it up and go to overtime. McKeesport, McKeesport misses a field goal. But I looked at the replay, man. No, if you see the one that's right under the field goal post – yeah, I didn't see that one. I saw the one from, like, in the stands. But you yeah. can see why they started well, celebrating. Yeah, from the one in the stands, it looked like it went in. But there yeah. was – I forget who posted it. It might have been, like, backyard football or something. Yeah. And it was, like, they were right under the field goal post, and it looked I like see, it I think it, it hurt them that, like, all the kids on the field for McKeesport weren't celebrating. Right. Like, they knew – that. I think they knew that it was, like, wide. Yeah. But everybody else was, so the refs aren't looking at everybody yeah. else. They're looking at, you know, the – they're looking at up, up at the uh, the ball going through the uprights, and they're looking at the, <laughs> the McKeesport players being like, oh, we missed that. Like, oh, right. they must have missed it. And it's weird because I don't think Milton Campos has missed a kick that close all year. I don't think he has. I mean, he's he's one of the best kickers in the area. Right. I mean, if not even 4A, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that that's a typical McKeesport team that, just battles. I mean, you know, Bobby Boyd, again, another incredible game, over 100 yards rushing. Um, just one of those gritty McKeesport performances that we're, we're used to, and, and they battled against a, a really tough Aliquippa team. And, um, you know, shouts to, to Matt Miller and his staff for, for what they were able to do this year. Uh, I think continue to, to exceed expectations. I mean, you always have, like, high expectations for McKeesport, but you're right. also, like, you know, they every year you you always have to replace a lot of talent, especially the, with the the offensive scheme that they run. You know, right. you you have to count on. That, that's the thing about McKeesport too. Like the middle school team runs the same offensive scheme. Yeah, which you can lot. see has helped them. You know, stay as a perennial power. Mm -hmm. You know, but it, it'll be real interesting to see 
what happens when when things get realigned. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know McKee Sports status. I'm assuming they'll probably stay in 4A. Um, but uh, you know, like we said, you know, Central Valley is going to go to 4A. Aliquip is going to stay in 4A. So Central Valley is going to fit right in that you know that section with Blackhawk and Aliquippa and all those Beaver County teams. But uh, you know, and then we you, you almost have Bell Vernon going to three. You know, so it, it, it's going to be real interesting to see, you know, get moving forward. But there's still business left here in this mm-hmm. e- this season. So, uh, yeah. you know, good luck to Bell Vernon and Sarah Friday and Saturday. Got and any predictions? I think we come home with two championships. I think we do, too. I really do. I think Sarah, I mean, Beaver Falls is the five seed. And I mean, and they had a little bit of trouble this week. I yeah. mean, they played, they got to play Steel Valley without Najee Burt. So, and they, I think they still only scored what twenty one points or twenty eight yeah. points. Yeah. You're you're probably going to need to score a little bit. Their defense doesn't seem as strong as the last two that Sarah have played. Yeah, I'm calling a uh, a twenty to nothing Sarah win. You, gonna, you think they're going to shut? I think they're going to get another shutout. Okay, I'm I'm going to say Sarah Catholic thirty one to fourteen. Okay. I, I feel like Sarah's kind of do, you know, that's something I talked to, uh, you know, Terrell Booth and Max Rocco about after the game. I was like, did you, did you feel like that big play was just like, it was just like a matter of time before that was going to happen? Because throughout the game, they just, they struggled to move the football. Mm. Um, even the running game, you know, they, they really couldn't get much going. Um, but eventually, it just you just had to think like that big play was going to come. I mean, that was their big, biggest play of the game, without question. Um, but... I think they just got to get that offense going because they've only scored, what, 19 points over the last two games? Well, After scoring 61 against the Shannon? I think Rago being back for a full game, like, I know he came back last week, yeah. the week before, but, you know, that was his first game back. Yeah. You know, I think he needed a game and a half or so to get into a little bit more of a rhythm. and Yeah. And then they, they still worked Elijah Ward into the game yeah. plan. Um, he ran the ball a little bit. He threw, he threw quite, a, quite a bit, too. Um, so they, they still worked him into the game plan, especially kind of midway through when they were like, we need to kind of switch right. things up. Um, but that's a credit to, to Mick Butler, the offensive coordinator at Sarah, for what he was able, what he's able to do. And, um, you know, like I said, Akeem's doing a great job with the defense, and, and Jose is really kind of rallying uh, everyone around, uh, you know, their sole purpose of winning the championship. So um, I think we, we get one in, in 2A, and then I think we get one in 4A. I'm going to go Bell Vernon. 35, Aliquippa, 28. I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go one less touchdown for Aliquippa. I'll say 35-21. I think that 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 freshman running back that Aliquippa has is a special runner. I, I think he'll. I might even say Aliquippa is not gonna score that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at the game they had against McKeesport, and they. It's not that they struggled against McKeesport in that offense, but I think, I mean, you look at what Bell Vernon did to McKeesport, you know, I, I I might even say 35, 21, 20. How, um, what's the scouting report on Aliquippa's punter? Is he good at punting? Into, is he smart? Is he good at punting into the river? Because I think he should, like, wherever the concession stand is, punt it there. Right. You know? I, I think... And, and that's it's it's kind of a double edged sword because you know, and Nick could testify to this too. Not punting the ball really hurt TJ it last did. week. Mm-hmm. 
Like, they were literally turning to the sideline and punting, but they were only getting 10, 20-yard punts. Right, so you're giving them good field Bell position. Vernon had great field position the whole game. I think maybe they started, you know, I think one drive on their own 30 or behind. Mm. You know, they were always at the 40, the 50, the 30, maybe the 35. But the field position, especially in that first quarter, played a big role. Right. And – TJ got down. Once TJ got down 14 nothing. I'm not saying the kids quit at all, but that was it. You know, the way Bell Vernon's defense was playing, mm-hmm. they were just uh, too much. I yeah. mean, it was a dominating defensive effort. And, again, credit to Brett Barish and the scheme he came up with. He, I know he's been doing this a long time, but I think watching him from the time he was at Ringgold with Matt and stuff like that, he – this is probably one of his best performances as a D coordinator, for right. sure. Um, I was definitely off on my prediction from last week. I said 28-21 again. Yeah. But at least someone scored 21 points. Well, and the thing so. is, too, TJ didn't play – their defense didn't play bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was no, I mean, more offensively they, were, they were out of sync. Yeah. You know, like Coach Jarpak said, a lip and caught, he warmed up, he couldn't go. You know, even Coach said he wanted to play. Mm-hmm. He said he couldn't push off his ankle and, you know, Chirpak couldn't consciously put him out there, right. you know, as a coach that looking looking out for his players, you know. So, um, you know, kudos to him for that. But, you know, they were just out of sync and, you know, yeah. injuries are part of the game. You, you know, I, I got to say, too, I love how, like, this rivalry, you know, I, I, I saw someone post about it. I mean, there's, there's always kind of, like, that hatred of it. You know, mm-hmm. you know there's always that kind of – the, the hatred, and, and I think it mainly goes because of, like, you know, Thomas Jefferson's recent success and what they've been able to do, especially the last two years. But I think now that both teams have had success over one another, there's so much respect there. There is. You know, and, and, and I love that that's kind of developed um, as the years have gone on. I mean, you know, between the coaches, uh, you know, there's respect between, you know, the players. Um, you know, you mentioned Chirpak has been incredibly complimentary of, of Bell Vernon's team, and, and Humbert's done the same thing for TJ's group over the last couple of years. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there, there's so much respect there between uh, both of these great Valley teams, and that's that's been good to see, uh, especially this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Bell Vernon, I think they get it this year. Yeah. It's been a long time. Bell Vernon's been waiting year. for it. When's the last? Uh, 95. 95 was the last of the championship. Same year that Ringgold uh, won a basketball championship. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Might be good news for Matt Rowland and our boy K-Mac, um, Robert Rams. We'll get into basketball soon. <laughs> Let's hold, hold the horses on that one a little bit. Sorry. Nothing against Matt and no. you know, that. We'll get there. There's still a team across the river that you know, they're just still playing football right now. Yeah. So. True. Uh, but they'll uh, be playing football for a while. But speaking of basketball, the uh, basketball tournament's coming together, mm-hmm. the MVI Shootout Classic. Yeah. Uh, we uh, have another meeting Bright and early tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Uh, I'll get to see this one. No, I'll get to see uh, Coach Humbert. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk a little football at that meeting, too. But, uh, you know, it's coming together. Ten teams, ten local teams. Uh, Cyber Athletics stepped yeah. up as a primary sponsor. So thank you to them for that. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be a busy week. It could be a busy week that week for us because uh, – not only do we have to put out a basketball tab over the next two weeks, we still got teams playing football. Right. Uh, you know, we 
might have to do what we did two years ago and uh, go straight from Hershey straight to our basketball tournament. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, good thing for us, you know, Belvernon plays Thursday night that mm-hmm. week. So if they do reach a state championship game, we'll have uh, we'll be able to have at least their football players in the building for the tournament. I don't know if they'll play, but you know, they Let's might want happens. they might want to take a well deserved day off. But uh, I can see them playing against Thomas Jefferson that opening night. That really could. Yeah, I one hundred percent could. Yeah, but yeah, looking forward to it. But yeah, we'll still we'll stay focused on uh, football. Yeah, I mean we have uh, basketball. We'll, we'll talk a little more basketball next week, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so football wise, two teams left: Sarah Catholic, Belvert, and both of us predict them to hoist the gold trophy this week. But weirder things have happened. Yeah. So uh, can be two good games for sure. Good question. Be. Yeah. I mean, Aliquippa has been there, what, 15 straight years or 14 straight years they played for a championship. Yep. So, and, uh, I know they're going to be hungry because TJ beat them in overtime last. Mm-hmm. Was it overtime or was it just a close game? I think it was overtime. I think it was yeah. overtime. But, uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Another trip to Hines. Yeah. But I know. Kenzie's talking about she wants to go down. And I know my sister and brother-in-law are talking about going down. It's going to be good. The community has been waiting for this. Yeah. So have a lot of those parents. Mm-hmm. Two years. Yeah. That's not that long. But to win it. Oh, yeah, I guess so. They definitely didn't win it in 2019. No. No. 35, what, 7? 35, 7, I think it was the final. Yeah, there. something like that. But, uh, Wasn't it 42, 7? Might have been. I think it was 42. It was Mercy Roll. That was, yeah, it, it was, Mercy was I mean, that, there was nobody beating that TJ team. No. no. That was the. <coughs> Clearly, they won the state championship. I still say that. To this day, that that is the best team that, without question, that I've covered. I mean, you go sixteen to zero. I mean, and then you win the state championship game fifty four to seven. Yeah. Forty five to seven. Forty five to seven. Yeah, yeah, they just destroyed Dallas. Um, but yeah, excited for to to get down to Hines and uh, down to the North Shore on Friday. Yeah, and Saturday. I might as well just stay down there. I'll drive Saturday. Okay. I'll drive down Saturday. Cool. I already told Mike I'll drive to Hershey because he, he might have to work into that day. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, you, you could take all the pictures you want of him when he was falling asleep. He, yeah, he was. That was, funny. <laughs> that was funny. But, uh, yeah, so looking ahead, you know, that's what's on the slate. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be doing some basketball tab stuff this week. Yeah. Um, so be sure to check that out in – Early December December. Yeah. December 9th. December right 9th. Right before the – You could the, read uh, it on your way to Hershey to read on Belle Vernon if they get there. Yeah. 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 You can read it right before our Mon Valley Independent Shootout Classic. Yeah. Or you could buy it at the Mon Valley Independent Shootout Classic. Yes. That will be the program this year. So, uh, yeah. I forgot about having to start some basketball tab stuff this week. That yeah. should be fun. It's gonna be a It's going to be a pretty busy week because, you know, Thanksgiving is also Thursday. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. So, we we work, what, Monday, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning yeah. for Friday's paper, mm-hmm. um, which Wednesday would be hell day for us mm-hmm. because we got to get all the football content out. Yep. Sarah Catholic playing Friday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what time is that game? Three? Three o'clock. Or no, five o'clock. Five o'clock. It's Set like two Belvern and, and TJ's at three. Yeah. So uh, one game Friday for us, one game Saturday. It'll be a good time. Uh, but uh, looking at you over there, you got in. Uh, how you feeling today? Mm. 
my body hurts. Your body hurts? Played a little turkey bowl football yesterday. Mm. and uh, I'm at the age I'm steady quarterback whenever that happens. I played a little quarterback, but mainly I was the Cooper Cup wide receivers. Just, you know. Right, right. Yeah, 50 catches. Too bad you don't get any fantasy points. 1,000 yards. I would have had a lot of fantasy points. I had a couple, I had a couple drops. <laughs> um, so I was, feeling, I was feeling my Ray Ray McLeod show out a little right, bit. Right, right. Um, had a couple botched punts. Like Ray Ray. Right. Um, but you know what really grinds my gears, Jeremy? Oh, here we go. Yeah, what we'll grinds your gears? The fact that I had to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers play football last weekend. Yeah. Like that, in person. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel bad for you for that. Um, Sucker. Like, they tied the, the Lions. The Detroit ones. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, not they, South Fayette or They tied like them. I literally was about to leave when the Lions were kicking what could possibly be the game-winning field goal. And we're leaving, me and my buddy Josh, we're leaving. We're looking up at the screen just to see if they made it. They missed it. He's like, you want to go back? I said, no, I really don't. (laughs) That's how bad it was. The Pittsburgh Steelers stink. And you know who stinks even more than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph stinks. I think he's still still, um, recovering from that concussion a few years ago. He is god-awful. And anybody who wants him as a starting quarterback literally just wants to win three games every year. This man had a wide-open guy in the end zone and threw it straight into the into the grass. Yeah. I, you know what? I bet Devin Whitlock doesn't do that next weekend. I bet Max Rocco doesn't you know do that next week. He didn't do it yesterday. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett did not do it yesterday. He's winning the Heisman. He ain't winning the Heisman, but, but he could, but he won't. You know, it just – I have nothing else to say. I can't say anything else. I, that's, I've said my piece. That's all I could say is that, you know, so I had to watch some time. Gr- what grinds your gears is that Mason Rudolph sucks. Basically, yeah. Okay. Okay. And that I was forced to basically watch that game. Not I have to apologize for me chewing my my. <laughs> Uh, this is just phenom- this is phenomenal content this morning. You it wanted is. to do this earlier, and we're just we're struggling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're struggling a little bit. But yeah, that's that's what grabs my gear. Steelers stick. Um, yeah. So on the bright side of things, again, it, another one of the best things I saw this weekend. You know, I know Nick. I don't know if Nick caught it as much as I did, but uh, the PA announcer at West Mifflin who has probably the worst press box set up in America. They have this beautiful, it looks like a skyscraper. The press box is so big, and there's no room. Uh, so I was standing behind the Belvernon coaches on the upper level, which was fine. I didn't mind that at all. Got to hang out with Frank Musino and Mike Stever, and, you know, Nick came up and got Nick some warmth. But the uh, best thing I saw this weekend was when the – PA announcer for at West Mifflin gave credit for two tackles to Bell Vernon's Ryan McGrew. I did notice that, yeah. And the roar of the fans applauding him for those tackles mm-hmm. while he's standing on a sideline after knee surgery. Yeah, he definitely didn't play. He definitely did not play. So, yeah. You know, kudos to Steve Machesco, who probably had those tackles. Yeah. The uniform, I'm sure, looked like 56 and not 58. But, uh, 
that that was awesome to see the round of applause mm. McGrew got for tackles he clearly didn't make. <laughs> but uh, on his, you know, on a Whippeal semifinal against the biggest rival you have, you know, it, it, it was pretty awesome to see. And uh, I know his mom commented on Facebook and stuff like that about, you know, congratulations on your two tackles. They were well-deserved and stuff. But uh, And that that's just one of the best things I saw this weekend. The other thing was uh, for us, actually, from uh, Nick Bryan, the yeah. uh, tweet he had, you know, thanking us for everything we do for him and for players and stuff like that. I think that was really cool when the kid gets it. Mm-hmm. The kid gets it that we're in it for him, for them, you know, uh, for all the athletes that we cover. I think, you know, I'm not saying – I'm not knocking any other kids when I say this, but he's a special kid mm-hmm. to realize that. And uh, Hold on. <coughs> Sorry, had to uh, cough in. Jeremy had to eat his mic. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, congratulations to Nick. Obviously, didn't end the way he wanted it to, and it's funny because I think Mike caught the pe- perfect picture of him, like he, tears in his eyes, but kind of that smile. Like mm. he knows they got beat. Yeah. He accepts that. He's a D one kid. He's moving on to the next part of his career now at Kent State. So, yeah. Um, but he gets it, and that's why we do what we do is for the kids. You know, I didn't send out 85 emails to college basketball coaches from around the region to get them to come to our basketball tournament to watch our kids play, right. you know, you know, because I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. No, you got them to watch, uh, watch us broadcast so that way they know um, that we're, you know, available, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That was a joke. I'm not being yeah. serious. But, uh, yeah, so thanks to Nick for the con words and stuff. And, you know, excited to see what he does and then what all our players are doing in college. You know, we do the pipelines and stuff. And we've been a little busy. We haven't gotten to him, but we will. You know, basketball season's coming. Yeah, I tried to get a, get a few last, last couple of weeks, um, but we'll get it going again. Yeah. It's going to be a couple of busy weeks here with the uh, fo- basketball tab and football and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, but any we don't have a dad joke today. Um, I can I can come up with one. Right now, in this second. No. Okay. I then just don't thank want you to. for. <laughs> I'm done. It's too early. Yeah, it was really. I, early. I'll, I'll come back with. I'll come back strong with two. Yeah, Kenzie next week. just has to have basketball today. Cool. Looks can kill. You'd be on the ground, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Valley Sports Guys podcast, episode number 44 here from beautiful Perked Up Cafe. The Hank Aaron episode. Hank Aaron episode. Thank you to to them for uh, always allowing us to come in here and spout nonsense like we always do. um, What do we got here? Three more shows here. Three more shows, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, but, yeah, very thankful for their support. Thank you to, to all of our wonderful sponsors, uh, B-Graphics. Um, Brian Warnick. Brian Warnick, yep. State Farm. We'll be sounding the alarm again on our reboot. And yeah. We're going to get Alex in the mix mm-hmm. uh, probably first of the year. Yep. So, uh, so be, be sure to, to tune be the in. It'll return of Latino heat. Yeah, we got some big things uh, coming here uh, moving forward. So, um, best of luck to all of our Nick, local teams this week. Nick, is this the week we're week. doing the hockey game, or is it next week? I think it's this week. 
I know the camera's coming. The camera's coming Monday or Tuesday. Or no, it, it's next week. It's, it's next be week. December second. Okay. Yeah. The the long-awaited return of MVI Live. Yeah, we will be back. Stream. I know people have been wondering because people can ask. I, I saw people asking last week, "Is the MVI stream in this yes. game?" And I'm just like, no. But we will be back. MVI Live is well and is alive and is thriving. So we will, we will all be back on the 10th and 11th of yes. December. MVI Live will be in full tournament. force for the MVI Shootout Classic. So be sure to tune into our YouTube page. Be sure to follow our podcast um, on our new app that we've been using. Anchor. Anchor. Yes. So um, be sure to, to listen in. We'll be posting this. We still haven't gone on Spotify yet. Huh? Oh, you might have to why. check that email. What email? The for anchor, if anchor email it or something. I know, like, there's something you have to do technically, maybe. Oh, okay, we'll yeah, figure we'll, it out. We'll Alex figure is, it out when I finish. That's why we hired Alex. Yeah, Alex I keep doing this out. outro, and then you know we keep talking about other stuff. So, uh, yeah, for Jeremy Slew and Nick Hicksonball, I'm Jose Negron. We'll see you guys next weekend. Have a good Sunday.